Are you tired of people only telling you what you want to hear and not what you need to hear? Me too. I'm Lauren Lahav, and for the last 30 years, I've been blessed to speak to thousands of people around the world and share the stage with some of the world's biggest thought leaders, including Barbara Walters, Tony Robbins, Barbara Corcoran, and Gary Vee. The Get Real podcast is my way of breaking down the BS of the filters of what we say and what we do. Real life, real issues, real solutions. Trust me when I tell you, it wasn't always like that for me. And I'm excited to help you through sharing what has worked for me. But most importantly, it didn't work for me. In the world of political correctness and living our lives on social media, what is real? In my life, I always look to people who understand what I'm going through and are willing to be real with me to help me move through it. With this podcast, I want to be that person for you. Whether it's just us or I bring in one of my friends, I promise these episodes will make a difference in your life. So strap in, hang on tight, and let's get real. And now it's time to get into the podcast. Here's Lauren. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Get Real and Stay True. This is going to be so much fun. You probably saw that the title of this is Permission to Say No. Oh my gosh, Did you, you heard that, right? Permission to say no. And uh, we're going to dive into that in a little bit, but I want to introduce a, a very special woman who I've known for about nine months. I guess, I'm, I guess we're about to birth our baby together. I guess yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. Um, so she is uh, Cassie Brown. I met her through someone else uh, about nine months ago, and we just, I, I fell in love with her when I first met her. And she's a co-founder of Amplify My Impact. She's a mom of four. She's a marketing strategist and business coach that helps business amplify their message and mission and movement. And man, did you come into my life at just the right time. Um, and with this pregnancy has been hard for me, just FYI, because you've had to pull a lot out of me. And well, what would I say? That I've had some difficult pregnancies before trying to birth and uh, market and strategize my message. So you have been helping me a ton and I wanted to share you with the world because you truly are badass, beautiful, focused. Um, I don't even know how to say it. everything about you. I just love. So let's just talk about you and I know that you're an, you are you love to support entrepreneurs and helping get people's message out there to the world. So let's just talk about you know when you first started out, how you first started. I know how you started, but the rest of the world doesn't know how you started. And what was life was like back then? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you, Lauren. That's it's such a pleasure and honor to be here. Um, I I really enjoyed um, working with you, getting to know you, and. Um, just, just really like honing in on the heart of your mission and, and what you want to accomplish. Like that's always been like at the heart and soul and core, what I've been about. I grew up um, in an entrepreneur family and um, I did all of the traditional things. I went to school, I went to college, I got my MBA. I went, I didn't have the guts to go for arts, um, though I, I'm very passionate about photography. Um, so I leaned more towards business and marketing. Um, 
I started my first entrepreneur journey actually with photography and <laughs> leveraged. Um, I will say I'm, I am part of the, the rare few who did leverage the degree that they went to school for. So I did leverage marketing and business. Um, you know, but before that I did have a stint in corporate America, but I quickly realized it wasn't for me, um, that I wanted more control. I wanted flexibility. I wanted, um, to, to let that seed that my mom had planted in me through growing up in our family business. Um, I wanted to be able to manage my life and success on my own terms, but also contribute. So that's sort of like where everything was born with just that desire to serve greater, um, with the gifts that I had been blessed with. And, and the first Avenue was, um, was photography and, um, I grew my business really, really well um, from word of mouth and just serving people. And I learned really quickly to set myself apart. So not to become a commodity and um, really strong personal brand. So I'm a complete marketing nerd. <laughs> um, throughout college, I argued with my professors over relationship marketing and how to be authentic. And that, that I truly think that is a differentiating factor um, among many businesses that, you know, there's tons of case study, like we could go down that road if we needed to, that I could share, um, with both corporate and, um, entrepreneur led that because of the strength of the personal brand, um, it, it just communicates so much more authenticity, authenticity and trust, um, to really make the contribution that we want to make, um, possible. So that's pretty much um, where I got my beginning. And I think that's also how we really connected, you know, because I, um, you know, we were talking just about, I think, isn't it 20 to almost 100% of all businesses is by referrals. Most of the time they talk, I mean, yeah. right? I mean, if people really looked at, you know, they say, you know, who are the people that you take care of in your life, the people you want to keep in your life, right? But it's all of those things about people understanding understanding that most everything is referral because people want you they want to mm -hmm. know what i can't i can't tell you how many times you know people just what people say what are you doing right i just had a friend today she's like okay sister tell me what you're doing for your skin i want to know then you know don't just tell me it's this one thing but tell me i'm like all right well it's um guess what it's micro needling and it's vitamin c and it's hydrating and it's not drinking and all those things where people are looking and when they trust you, when they really trust you, they're going to want to work with you. I know you shared something though. I think that is a big wound um, for a lot of people you shared with me today is like, and especially now that a lot of kids are homeschooling um, with regards to that, you said that, you know, um, you had the wound of your mom always being on the phone, right? Or that belief that your mom was always on the phone. And I know for you and me, it's really important now to put boundaries about when we're doing our work um, and when it's family time. My husband's helped me a lot with that. He's like, at seven o'clock, everything's off. It's family time. Yeah. And maybe yeah. you can talk a little bit about that because I know your life circumstances when you. Yeah. Um, you know, and. Go ahead. Yeah, totally. And sorry about that. The. I think my signal cut in and out there for a second. Um, but I think a lot of us, like we get lost in, in to the, the lure of hustle that, that we think that we have to be always on and always performing and always efficient. And um, yeah. And, and preparing for the interview I shared with you, like that being from 
a small family business, like my, my mom was the family business. And, you know, I've been answering phone calls since the age of nine. And I really think that's where I learned how to listen, how to talk to people, how, how to figure out what the heart of the problem really was, not just listening to what they're saying on the surface. So I'm really, really thankful for that experience because like, not a lot of kids get to do that. Like what I did mattered, what I did put food on the table. So like that worth work ethic, I totally appreciate. Right. But it also became a winning strategy that was detrimental later on in life because I do have those little, those little mini glimpses of, you know, being, being in school and, and being at a softball game or a volleyball game. And my mom walking in on the phone just because she always had to be on. Right. Right. And so I do carry that with me with the four kids, especially when COVID hit and everybody was at home. Like I didn't have my block schedule anymore. Like I didn't, I didn't have that separation and and they didn't have a front row seat of, of me being on the phone or on video calls or teaching or, or anything like that. Like as far as they knew, like their world was school. And then when mom got, when they got home, they had mom's attention. Right. And this was a new environment for them where they didn't have my attention all the time. And it got really stressful because I knew like, I'm very mindful of the foundation that we're laying with our kids. Um, almost nine years ago, well, nine years this year, um, my husband, Adam was diagnosed with a brain tumor and that was sort of like a huge fork in the road for us. That's where I left photography took some time to be with the family through his surgery and diagnosis and, and, and intentionally shifted to digital marketing so I could work anytime I wanted from anywhere that I wanted with the family being a priority. So that's a really like really touchy subject with me because our, our family is a priority. So anytime the kids feel like, like there's a, there's a competition for, for mom's attention. And it's just, it's one of those things. It's hard to wade through and it's hard to shed the guilt around, but also educate them and respect me enough to where, you know, I've had to do a lot of teaching analogies. Like if your teacher was in the middle of the class, like you would not keep on asking a question or can I go to my friend's house? And, and so that's sort of like where the boundaries start coming in and we have two older boys and the two youngest are girls. And I'm, I'm always mindful because I don't want them to feel non-important, but I do want them to defend their time and their attention. So it's, it's definitely a balancing act and, and constant teaching moments one after another. I think, yeah, a lot of people are dealing with that now, right? Like a lot of, like you said, like a lot of kids, they were going to school and they're like, hey, I need to wait. I need your attention. I'm supposed to have your attention. So I've always worked from home, um, but also had those block times for me. But like you said, like I'm really trying to have Asher's block times align with my block times so that we can, once again, be available for each other. When you went from your photography job to deciding to go into the digital world, what were some of the emotions that you experienced when you first started out? Because I know there's a lot of people right now who are, you know, looking at how to design their life differently. Yeah. Um, But maybe you can just share, because I think a lot of people are going, oh my gosh, she gets me or she doesn't get me, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, you know, as we were talking earlier, I I am most definitely an empath, but I did not even know, like there was, a category of empath or what the definition of 
was well after college. You know, I've, I've always been really in touch emotionally. Um, and, and I even looked at that as a weakness growing up, you know, like, so first off, I will just say, if you're feeling emotion and you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling sadness or frustration or like fill in the blank, embrace it. Don't fight it. Don't try to bury it down. Don't try to deny it. Like that is to be human. And you're never going to win with like thousands of years of embedded hard code human DNA. So, um, but as far as emotions, like I went through everyone in the book, um, mainly like because in tandem, this, this was a life transition with, with Adam's diagnosis and the treatment of the brain surgery. The surgery went well, um, but it was a permanent life change. At 30 years old, we were, you know, doing our estate planning, setting up trust, signing our wills, like all of this type of stuff that like at 30, you realize I am immortal. Like I, there, there, there is going to be an end, you know, and and a lot of us, we don't like to think about it. It's not a popular subject. And it's one of those that's definitely a, a lot of us spend a lot of our times avoiding. But that was like ripping a Band-Aid and, and a fresh new perspective. So emotion-wise, I was, I was angry. I was guilty. I was frustrated. I was confused because like the main goal became how can we create a lifestyle where we are at the center. We're not going to spend all of our lives working and hustling and waiting to retire, enjoy traveling or doing things that we love. Experiences mattered. Relationships mattered. I only wanted to do business with people I absolutely loved and adored. And everything centered around creating a lifestyle with that for us and our kids. So um, there, there is a lot of frustration because you, you can want the end result, but it's not like a light switch that, that you take an elevator to the top. There's, there's a lot of figuring it out, finding what you love, finding what you don't love, working with great clients, working with clients that make you swear you'll never do that again. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of, um, you know, our own, in, in our own right and evolution of, of to be who we are and, and what we are meant to do. And, so I learned to let myself cycle through those emotions. That's, I think that was the biggest takeaway is the shift in perspective and just realizing that if I needed to cry, let it come. If I needed to cuss, let it come. And it got me through cycling through faster instead of just bearing it down, trying to be every everybody's answer and everybody's forever. I am an eternal optimist, but there's a certain amount of me where it's like, I feel this, you know, and it's not wrong. And, you know, I found, I found myself like we, we went through certain things with the kids um, where everybody, if you're a parent, you know, and have, have experienced a temper tantrum. I don't want them to think feelings are bad. You know, so we, we had to learn different ways to talk them through their emotions. Like, I understand that you're angry. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be all of these things. Um, and I think that's what makes the joy and the fulfillment and everything Hey there. Well, and I think also, like you shared, 
you know, there is no life without struggle. And you talked about that those times, you know, you had to struggle and then you got momentum, right? Then you had massive momentum. Am I right? You had massive momentum. And it's kind of like, I, I use the example a lot. You get massive momentum and then guess what happens? Comes up again. Shit happens again. I know that we just, we just had started working together and you called me and you're like, Lauren, you know, it's back, you know, or that we just got those news. So as an entrepreneur and as someone who, you know, you get, like you said about that, I love that you said that you, you know, you realize that moments matter, right? Like that experiences matter. But, you know, at talk, let's talk a little bit more about as business owners, um, what they can do during those challenging times. What would you say to everybody with regards to those challenging times? Yeah, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head there with, with momentum, you know, um, even, even moving forward or moving sideways or just, or pausing long enough to reflect, is this working? Is this not working? Um, you know, I, I had this, this lesson up here in my life just a couple months ago where um, my business partner reminded me because I'm always very, I always try to be very efficient you know, like I am so, so aware of how much little time that we really have that I try to be so efficient with everything that I do, every meeting, every course, every promotion, um, that there's a creative process that you cannot shove into an hour time block. Like there are certain things that you're going to have to allow yourself time to process, time to reflect on, to think about it a day and then sit on it for a couple days and see if it still lights you up or see if it still matches and is in alignment with your message. So I think the biggest thing is to realize that even when you feel stuck or if you feel like you may be sitting still, you're still in momentum. There, there is a way to leverage your time and your attention and it's not always in beautiful, perfect hour or 30 minute time blocks. Like that's just not how we work. And when you honor yourself and realize that you need time and space, you need time to reflect and meditate. You need time to release and go through those emotions. You need time to just sit and have a cup of coffee with your spouse or with your partner or go on a walk with your kids or your dog. That when you're giving yourself that time and your opportunity, you are opening those doors to be more efficient because you're more fulfilled and you're more aware and you are more in touch than ever. But if all we are is go, go, go and hustle, hustle, hustle and say yes to every, anyone and everything that comes our way, um, it's, it's just, it's that, it's that balance of selection. And, you know, the way that you opened it is, is the power of saying no, because uh, for every yes, you may feel like you always say yes, but you are still saying no to something else with every yes. There, it's like that yin and that yang. Um, there is not a give without a get. And there's not a receiving without letting something else go. And it's, it's just the, the law of nature um, that we have to be aware of and respect. It's, uh, I was going to say that it's, I was going to, it kind of like comes back to the question I was going to ask you about what would you say to people that are just starting their businesses? And I would say it's that. You, you know, you get to choose. You have the permission to say no. You know, I had the honor many years ago of asking to co-author a chicken soup for the soul book. And it was called Time to Thrive. And we were collecting all these stories, 
thousands of stories were coming through. And then the lady called me um, and she said, her name's Amy and she's the, she owned Chicken Soup for the Soul at the time. And she said, well, you know, you should, you need to do a, you need to do a story in here. And I'm like, all right, that sounds good. She goes, what would be your time to thrive story? And I like knew right off the bat that it was the day that I said no. And it was that I was in this mode and I was rocking and rolling and I had, you know, was going through my divorce, but I knew I, I was in that hustle mode, if you would. And then somebody called me and I could tell that it was a call not to check in on me. I could tell it was a call for an ask, you know, you know, when the ask is coming, who's ever felt that way. And I remember my friend asked me to do something. I started thinking in my head how much time that was going to take for me to do that one thing, which you know, it was, it was a lot of time away from my kids. I thought, wow, that's going to take away this much time from the kids or on myself. And I really needed to do some healing. And I remember taking a big breath and I said, you know what? I'm going to have to say no. And I remember feeling like I went from a 45 year old little kid to a woman that day. That was the day I felt like I became a woman, that it was that day that I was like, you know what? I am giving myself permission to say no. When was that when was that time for you? Did you have a defining moment like that when you just yeah. gave yourself permission? <laughs> you remember one too. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. And um it came after so we moved from we relocated from Florida to to Georgia. And in Florida, I had the thriving photography business. I was on the board for um the Jacksonville Chamber of Commerce. I was the vice president of the um, Professional Women's um, Association. I hosted workshops. I hosted retreats for photographers. Like there wasn't like anything I didn't have my hand in. And when we moved, my husband just asked me, please do not volunteer for everything that comes your way this is this is a new beginning and it made me realize that you know I, it made me reflect that every wedding that i said yes to was a weekend away from the family or a week spent editing and post-processing like my office overlooked our pool and i would see at the time we only had the two small boys but my husband would be playing in the pool with the boys and i had a perfect view of watching them while I was stuck at my computer editing that weekend's wedding. And it really made me start realizing I need to say no more. I don't need every client that comes my way. I don't need every business referral that comes my way. It, start, it, it made me start realizing that I needed to leverage my yeses. If it, if it impacted my family greater, if it impacted my mission and my business greater, if it opened a door for me to reach more people and contribute more, then those yeses went to the top. Yep. If it went through that series of evaluation and there was only one party that was going to benefit from that yes, then it needed to be a no. Yep. And that was, it was the hardest day of my life, but it was the best day of my life when I realized I, I never gave myself that choice before. It was just, am I capable of doing it? And if the answer was yes, then I did it. 
And that was not always the right thing to do. I agree with you. You know, I love what you said, you know, leverage your yeses. And is it really getting you closer to the life that you want? Or is it just that you're becoming a pleaser because you don't want to, you know, let everybody down or whatever that, that is. For I, I can totally relate. And I'm sure the listeners can relate to that and really look at, you know, like, like for me, I, I had to, I told my husband when I first met him, I'm like, dude, you don't get it. I'm the freaking catch. And he started laughing. I'm like, no, I'm the catch. And I'm like, not everybody can just have my time, right? Not everybody can have my time. And it might sound intense, but you have to look at, you know, you only have a certain number of hours in the day. Everybody's going to want your attention. You just have to think of where is that, you know, where are you leveraging your yeses? And I think a lot of people will... I know for me, when I set those boundaries and said, look, I'm not taking any calls after this certain amount of time, a lot of people started, I started seeing people like, oh, wow, she's not always going to say yes to everything. Oh, wow. And I became more efficient with my time. I don't know about you, but I just got a lot more efficient. I mean, it's like, I, it's amazing how much I can get done in a short amount of time when I decide that's it. That's all I'm going to do today. What would you say to those business owners who are feeling a little disheartened right now? maybe because they're not getting the results that they want as quick as they want. Um, so what would you say? I know that I know that I was feeling that way for a little bit. Yeah. Of, you know, and then now I'm feeling like, okay, we've been once again, laying that foundation. We've been looking at like where, what are our assets that we have? What really is that true message? What is that one thing? But what would you share to people that are getting a little disheartened? I would, I would totally say first and foremost, um, give yourself a little bit more grace. Um, I think a lot of times we are the absolute worst critics in our life. Like the things that we internalize and the things that we say to ourselves, we would never even say to our worst enemies on the planet. So I think first acknowledging that um, and, and getting outside of your own head and then finding some matrix um, to, to really measure yourself by, like be intentional. If, if you want to accomplish this in a day, make sure it's realistic and then go get it done. Right. Same thing with the week and in, in the month. A lot of people have unrealistic expectations. Like they want to be at hundred K in 30 days. Is it possible? Totally possible. Right. But chances are the person who achieved hundred K in 30 days has 10 years experience failing and feeling just as frustrated as you feel right now. So I, I think it would just be grace, be crazy intentional and, and just realize that it's going, it's, it's integrating your way through to success. To like, say, I was going to show yeah. you. Funny. I went this weekend, as you know, I took the girls to Zion this weekend. I had a, took four teenagers to Zion. I know I'm a little crazy and they were awesome. But we went to all of the, uh, you know, the rock stores and all the gem stores. And I picked up a couple things. And uh, you want to see the one? They can't see what I picked up. But look at the stone that I picked up for myself. I bought one thing for myself. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes, grace. It says grace. You know, so giving ourselves that grace, like you said, is so important. Even for, even for me, I know that in the beginning, you're probably like, okay, Lauren, you know, and I just had to get it out. Like I had to just, you know, I had to say how I was feeling, right? Or today when we went through and I'm like, look, I've got all the assets, right? Like, what are we going to do with all this stuff? And so you hearing my frustrations, like I've got the, 
this book done. I've got the 90 day challenge book that I did five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, whenever I did it. And just, and then I just remember stopping for a second and we reverse engineered everything. And now we have a plan. Like now I can go, okay, by my 55th birthday in November, you know, and just reverse engineering everything. So I think that really was that moment of grace, if you would, that we, that you helped me get to. So I really love you and appreciate you. Let me ask you a final question because I ask everybody this question. What is one thing that you do to stay true to yourself every day? So one thing that I do, um, I I think it's definitely um, prayers of gratitude. And um, I've done this my whole life and I, I didn't really appreciate it as much as, as I really should have. Um, before Adam's diagnosis, I honestly thought I had the most boring life in the world that I had. Um, if faith has always come easy to me, I was raised, um, Southern Baptist. So like there was a few things to unpack, you know, going through that growing up, but, um, you know, faith is still a very central part of our lives. And I learned to just be grateful, be grateful for the fear, be grateful for the pain, be grateful for the frustration. And it's, it's something that we can leverage in, into fuel. And it's, it's, it's amazing what that little shift will do that you allow yourself. Um, it, it, it just lifts things off of your shoulders um, and allows you, you know, that, that grace opportunity to, to feel like you don't have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. And it serves as a reminder that I am right where I am supposed to be and the timing that it is supposed to be. Even if it is frustrating and painful, there is a lesson that I know I'm living in that I will be able to leverage for the future. Man, I love that. I love that. And I love that you said, you know, you've had that as a foundation. Once again, we're going back to, you know, same thing for you. Like you said, you have things to unpack. I mean, so do I, we all have things to unpack, but it's been a great foundation for us. And that's really our outcome is to support people with building that strong foundation. And if people want to find out more about how to reach you or amplify your met, your, my impact, how do they get a hold of you, sweetie? Yeah, so it's super simple. We are Amplify My Impact on every major social media platform. Um, on Facebook, we have a free group uh, for Amplify My Impact. We have free calls every Friday um, because I just, first and foremost, I want to meet people where they're at. It, everyone's not a great fit to, to work with us and to, to, you know, they're not ready that they, um, but that doesn't mean that there's not a little spark inside of them that that needs to be fueled. So I made myself a promise that I will always provide resources that I was blessed and lucky enough to have laid in my path. Um, so we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, uh, amplifymyimpact.com is the main um, site. But if there is something that we can do to, to serve and lift you up and, and help move your message forward um, and, and maybe even help you discover something that you, you do as easy as breathing. Um, that's, that's my mission in life is, is to help other people uh, contribute to the ultimate ripple effect and, and just, just do more, do more, give more um, so that we all have just that collected contribution. Well, I appreciate you and I'm excited to share everything that we're working on, but I'm being patient. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait for you to share because like it's, it's, 
yeah, it's amazing. Lauren, I, lo I love you and your heart for giving and, and that's, that's what we exist to do is to get messages like yours out there in the hands of the people that need them because they're searching, they're out there looking. Um, so if you're listening and, and you are growing, no matter where you're at in business, I think the, the biggest thing for you to realize is there is, it, there is a huge audience out there that needs your message. Um, but I guarantee you there is somebody out there actively searching for you right now that only you can speak to, only you can touch, only you can share your story and your experience and, and change their life. And that's worth it every single time. Exactly. Well, I adore you and I'm looking forward to amplifying our message and not just our message, but our mission. Yeah. Um, so it's exciting, exciting all that's happening. And uh, thanks, Cassie. And I will talk with you soon. Make sure that you put in the comment, let us know and share this, you know, let us know what you thought about this particular podcast and make sure you share it with your friends. Stay true. Bye. You've been listening to the Get Real and Stay True podcast with Lauren Lahab. Head over to laurenlahab.com. That's L-O-R-E-N-L-A-H-A-V.com. And as her way of saying thank you for being a listener and subscriber to this podcast, grab a free copy of Paving Your Path with Positivity, Affirmations to Create the Change You Desire. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And Lauren will talk to you on the next episode.